Welcome to Feed Matters, Feed Navigator's podcast series, exploring industry challenges, concerns and emerging topics. I'm Jane Byrne. Right now, the world is faced with the global coronavirus pandemic. Countries are on lockdown, borders are shut, the number of deaths on the rise and the global health system is struggling to cope. The world's economy is in uncharted territory. The feed industry, the world over, is striving to ensure the food and feed supply chain continues to function. How are individual feed companies navigating this new landscape? To find out, we talk to Stephen Reid, Chief Operating Officer at Four Farmers UK, and also a member of the Executive Committee of the Four Farmers Group, which is active in markets across Europe, including the Netherlands, Belgium, Germany and Poland. Stephen, we are in unprecedented times. How does Four Farmers ensure production efficiency and logistical efficiency, given restrictions imposed in the UK and in many markets in the EU due to this coronavirus crisis? Yeah, I think the focus for us um, in in the last two weeks, which is when obviously it came very critical across all of our markets, was we uh, first and foremost, we focus on, on our employees um, and colleagues and customers. And particularly, we feel very strongly about our position in the feed chain. Um, and in all of the countries in which we uh, operate in Northwest Europe, we now have a kind of key uh, status um, as far as keeping food on people's tables and keeping feed uh, to animals. So I think in, in terms of um, our uh, coping with that and keeping efficiency, it's very much um, around working out what that means in terms of how many of our employees can actually work from home and continue that function from home, how many of them actually have to still go into work. And, and typically in our industry, um, the kind of backroom office kind of operations, uh, we have very quickly um, and remarkably and, and a great credit to our IT teams and our HR teams that we've relocated virtually all of those to home working. Um, in a matter of days. It was quite remarkable. Um, likewise, the guys that are on uh, in all our countries that uh, our account managers, so salesmen who go out on farm, visiting farms, visiting prospects, clearly we've had to say to them that it's obviously not appropriate to do that because of the social distancing, etc. So again, they've had to adapt to a very different way of working. But because we um, had, al- had already um, set up quite um, a good system in terms of customer relationship management and recording all of that information, getting as much digital uh, information on customers and contact points on customers as we can. Clearly, we try to keep and utilize that much more than we probably would have done to keep that seamless. I think the uh, area which is obviously of most concern um, with uh, keeping supplies going are in the areas of the manufacturing uh, function, raw materials coming in and also uh, logistics of getting the product out to our customers. Clearly, you can't do that sitting at your kitchen table on a laptop. So we have to very much um, enable um, our employees to work in a safe way, um, but in their normal place of work. And we put a lot of effort uh, 
across all countries the same kind of uh, regimes we've put in place so uh, social distancing so the one and a half or two meter rule for all people uh, guys in our factories also um, contactless handover so when we do shift handovers um, then we are not having contact between the different shifts so that we can protect people as much as we can and likewise with our drivers um, for our delivery drivers um, we've we've met we've put out a protocol for them to follow in terms of making sure that they basically um, have no contact in that sense um, with our customers but still are able to carry out their role safely so I think in terms of the efficiency um, and keeping ourselves efficient then um, at the moment we don't find that, that that's impacting on that and I think what really it shows is that if you have to put lots of effort into trying to be as efficient as you can before this kind of crisis then that can only stand you in good stead when you're in this kind of crisis because you fall back on uh, your normal operating procedures but obviously clearly having to uh, keep a dynamic situation particularly where you might have uh, staff who are either self-isolating or are actually um, ill themselves. I think we have an advantage um, really in all our operating in countries including the UK in that we we're national operators in so we have a network of factories uh, around so if we do need to um, transfer uh, demand and manufacturing between different factories we have that facility and we also have the facility to move um, drivers between different uh, and lorry collections between different factories um, so our contingency planning is very much um, aimed around that but it's also aimed around having clearly within competition law of course but having um, agreements with um, uh, our competitors uh, clearly because if any of us had a factory go down then the most important thing is we find a way somehow of feeding the animals so that's how we kind of are continuing really and so you haven't experienced any disruptions at all in terms of uh, well, getting the yeah. to, to its, its uh, end point yeah we haven't um, that, that's absolutely true in the black and white sense we haven't it, it, experienced any disruptions of getting there have we had to work hard at times to reshuffle shift patterns uh, to um, put various different coping mechanisms in place for example um, we've got an initiative in the UK where one of our factories and now we find we think we can roll this out to other factories where you can have remote access um, to the control system in the factories from someone's home basically so last night we ran a shift where there were two more inexperienced operators uh, in the factory overnight but the supervisor uh, who would normally be with them but who was self-isolating because he had a family member affected by uh, corona um, was monitoring on his screen at home what was happening in the factory so We've put in various things like that, which wouldn't normally be our way of operating. But by doing that, we've kept um, supply to the customers, uh, you know, uh, going. Okay. Well, Feedback was saying uh, last week that uh, there are some feed manufacturers have had trouble sourcing uh, protective gear for their workers, uh, truck drivers, uh, and operatives. Uh, has Four Farmers noticed that at all? Have you, have you had challenges in this respect? 
Not so far. We've managed to get everything we've needed um, at this point, and we already had some of that uh, protective clothing already, uh, or PPE, protective equipment already in place. Um, clearly, there are shortages coming, and we are looking at it at the moment in terms of making sure we can try and secure more supplies. I think we also, if, if, you, if you think about... Um, things like face masks there is clearly a social responsibility uh, aspect that and certainly in some of our countries um, the governments are wishing advice to say you know can we please make sure that you're not stockpiling face masks and stuff because they should be there for healthcare um, professionals and there are shortages for healthcare professionals so yes it's it's going to be a challenge I suspect ongoing and also we have to balance um our requirements against the social need generally in terms of uh, you know our our role in society really okay and you mentioned uh, government directives there do, do you think the eu executive or national governments should be doing more really to uh, ensure that the essential services like animal feed deliveries um, can actually be executed i think in in general they've responded very well and very timely um, it, it's been a very rapid uh, de-changing situation for everyone including governments I think we would say that through uh, FAFAC and our um, our more local organisations Nevedi uh, and AIC in the UK um, we've lobbied government um, quite hard but I would say quite effectively um, it was very they were all very quick um, the UK was actually the slowest, but it but it got there when it needed to, um, in terms of giving the animal feed um, sort of critical status um, for allowing us to uh, designate our workers, for example, as key workers. So that in the UK, that means that they can uh, register to send their children to school, so that we're not uh, got issues with them fighting around childcare uh, or juggling childcare issues. So. I think in most respects they've been responsive. Um, there's been a, a relaxation of driver hours, for example. There are still areas around that which we're still um, in touch with government on, and that's things like uh, the working time directive. So although the driver's hours are relaxed, the, the rules within the working time directive mean we, you can't quite utilise that as much as we would like to. So we just keep uh, keep the dialogue going there. I think the other area we were concerned about, but but uh, and always remains a concern, but seems to be okay at the moment, particularly on the continent, is cross-border issues, uh, where particularly raw materials may be going through one or two countries um, in trucks before they get to us, and there might be critical raw materials in in that regard. But again, uh, FAFAC. Um, have been uh, lobbying very well um, on on all of our behalfs um, to keep these materials flowing. So I think we wouldn't feel um, that there's been a lack of uh, a lack of understanding or importance given um, to, to to the to the feed industry and what needs to be done. And would you have any other advice for for other feed manufacturers then, either in the UK or in mainland Europe, uh, that might be listening into this? You know, some of your learnings over the last two weeks, however <laughs> yeah. the, the period has been. I think um, I think the biggest piece of advice is that um, we have to think 
very radically um, about how we do things and have a very open mind to what may be possible or what may, may not be possible. Um, and if we've seen what we can achieve, the example I gave just now with uh, remote access to a, to a feed mill control system, um, in our industry, these kind of things are not common. Um, but you have to, um, you know, make sure that you utilize. And, and the other aspect I would say is that um, it is amazing the amount of innovation um, and will that you've got within an organization. So make sure you tap in to the ideas and suggestions that people have, however wacky it might be or might seem to start with. Um, give them uh, some space um, and see where that might go because we're finding uh, that very, you know, quite um, innovative solutions are coming forward. Um, and I think the other thing is very much um, use technology, um, whether that's uh, even in meetings, um, uh, just purely simple meetings and planning for things, but also in the day-to-day -day activities. Um, and this, so probably the third key one is look after your people and keep in touch with your people and communication. So we've put a lot of effort uh, in terms of communication both across the group, so general communication going to all countries but also specifically those of us that are involved in the specific countries, it's keeping in touch with people, keeping them um, appraised of what's going on. Uh, when you have in the industry that we in groups of people who are now working in isolation at home on their own at home then you've got another group of people who have to still go into our plants but are not seeing anyone that they used to like the people from the offices and having those interactions trying to make sure you keep a feeling um, of family uh, if you like and that we're all in this uh, we're all in this together and we are all still part of that team um, that are actually doing this essential work um, is actually crucial and we've seen lots of WhatsApp uh, groups cropping up and, and various uh, communications around so try to keep that wide communication and, and make everybody feel part of this effort um, not that there's anyone particular special because they can work at home or, or equally anyone special because they have to keep the wheels turning it's making sure we keep that uh, team spirit I would say